It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out of my mind. It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. I'm putting you out, trash day, I'm putting you out of my mind. Now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up the house. Taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage. It starts with some beer, so you shouldn't have fear. Two garbage guys with facts, but they both still have tact. It's that time at last for the best damn podcast. It's Can Crusher Day. Welcome to another Can Crusher Spotlight. I am your host, Mark Martinez, and I have to tuck my tail between my legs on this next interview. Holy moly, I got into a Twitter beef with my guest. I misspoke, and this is the one time the English professor did not bail me out. I don't know where he was. I don't know where the rest of the can crushers were to help me. Something just came out of my mouth, made it on the Twitter, and all of a sudden I'm going to get kicked in the face and I have other people saying that I am pretty much a bum. So, my guest this week on Can Crusher Spotlight is the fashionista of professional wrestling, Calvin Couture. Oh man, Calvin again. I'm sorry. I completely just misspoke. I hope I can get through this interview. I hope he doesn't hang up on me. I hope I can make uh, ends meet and everything's all right. I want to continue going to IWC. I want to continue to build with IWC. And if I buried Calvin, he is going to bury me. Guys, I'll let you get into the interview right after you hear from Collar and Elbow, where you'll find all your great merch. And when you check out, type in Can Crushers, capital C in Can, capital C in Crushers. You'll get 10% off your order, and it does help the podcast as it kicks back to us as well. Uh, Great shirts, hats, hoodies, everything, the new merch for the the fall winter is out there and keep plugging away on the macho man shirt that's out there that says collar and elbow and you have al snow and head in the sunglasses it's phenomenal and as you hear the english professor and i always talk about these shirts are oh so comfortable to wear again it's can crushers capital c in can capital c in crushers and you'll get 10 percent off and you'll hear al snow and then you'll hear me beg and plead when I bring out Calvin onto the show to say I'm sorry. Wrestling, a love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand, the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, 
And this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Can Crushers, ladies and gentlemen, I am eating crow right now because something I said a couple weeks ago, but I'm still excited to have the fashionista of professional wrestling come on, Can Crushers, because we kind of need cleaned up a little bit around here. That's an understatement. Welcome to the show, Calvin Couture. Thank you for joining us tonight. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I feel a little bit of hostility my way as we'll get right into the issue at hand. I need to apologize to you because a couple of weeks ago I was being a Mark, um, duly named, and I said that you can't wrestle. I didn't mean that you can't wrestle because I respect everything you do. I'm a 42-year-old fat garbage man. I can't do anything in the ring. And I actually love you beating the shit out of Katie Arquette right now. Well, you know, uh, I'm just curious what you what you did mean by that. Well, I was being a mark, and I was trying to help put Johnny Patch over, Calvin. I was trying to help him get over, and you were the first name in my head, but that means that you actually meant something because you were the first name in my head, and it just rambled out like... Uh, I don't know. Not, I, I didn't mean you can't wrestle. I really didn't because you go back and you watch your rise match between you and Ziggy and it tears down the house. Anything that I'm in tears down the house. And it, it, it's funny that, you know, you decide to bring me up to someone like Johnny Patch because Johnny Patch has never been in the ring with me. So he doesn't know what I can do. And I don't think he wants to know what I can do if he wants to keep that Super Indie Championship. Nice segue, as uh, I think that you need to sniff a title shot. And that's calling out Plummer now. And I don't care if Plummer bashes me. You know, you need to get around that title a little bit more. Well, you know, I'm always there each and every month. Um, Johnny Patch is ready to put the title on the line. I will be right there to accept his challenge and maybe teach him a thing or two. See, you can wrestle. So that is my apology to the masses of Calvachore fans. Like I said, we are always front or second row just telling you how good you look and how well uh, you, you smell good most of the time, too. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, now, for the record, I don't need someone to tell me how good I look. I know how good I look, okay? I don't need someone like you telling me how good I look. I know. It's obvious. We all know. But I guess I'll take that that little apology or compliment or whatever that was. I'll take it. All right, I'll take it for right now, okay? So we'll, you can you know, feel better about yourself. But I don't need you to tell me that, okay? I, I get it. Okay, well, we'll see. Maybe December 7th you can punch me in the face or kick me in the face like you said you wanted to on Twitter. Yeah, if you're even worthy of it, okay? Okay. All right, let's do what we always do in Rewind. Um, how did Calvin discover wrestling? Like, uh, was it Grandma Grandpa? Was it Brother Sister? I mean, who, who showed you this great business that you're in now? So it was actually my father. Um, he was a fan whenever I was growing up. 
So I kind of was always around it, um, always was into the colors, uh, everything on the TV, which I'm sure you can tell from what I put out there, um, you know, in the ring. I, I love the colors. I love the shine and the sparkle, everything about it. I, I just gravitated towards it. Um, you know, growing up, everyone has their favorite superhero. Well, I, I didn't like superheroes. I didn't like comic books. For me, it was wrestling, and that's all it ever really was. Um, fun fact, um, not sure how aware people are of the, you know, old school Pittsburgh studio wrestling, but my great grandmother's, I believe it was her sister or her aunt was actually coined ringside Rosie and uh, was that go-to fan that would always give all the wrestlers a hard time. So I don't want to say it's something that's been in the family, but, uh, you know, I've always had a, a family of wrestling fans. So the love actually came down from Ringside Rosie just through the whole family, which is, I've heard the name not being, you know, being three hours away from Pittsburgh, I've heard the name several times, Ringside Rosie, so uh, everybody down your neck of the woods knows her big time. I, I would say so, um, but actually you are the first uh, broadcast I believe I've mentioned that on, so... Uh, you're welcome for that fun fact. Um, but yeah, I, I, w I would like to say that the, the, I don't want to say the wrestling gene runs in the bloodline, but you know, the fandom is definitely there. The fandom's definitely there. So who were some of your favorites growing up, growing up? But since you said the shine, let me guess maybe one or two because glitz and glamor and everything, um, Macho Man and Ultimate Warrior, right? Macho Man's correct. Um, Ultimate Warrior, he is he is a, a favorite of mine, but he was actually not one of my all-time all favorites. Um, I, I'm a little different whenever it comes to the type of wrestlers I was fans of, or I am a fan of, I should say. Uh, Macho Man was huge. Um, loved Shawn Michaels with his Intercontinental title run. Um and then I really liked guys like, of course, Rick Martel. Duh. Um, and I was also a huge fan of guys like Doink the Clown, One Two Three Kid, Marty Jannetty. Um, a lot of the guys that really were smaller guys. I mean, let's be honest. Um, you know, guys that you know were a little more technically advanced and and really were good at focusing on a body part and, and really showing that aggressive side and not letting up and really making sure that their opponent knew that they were there and they were going to get hurt even if they didn't win. So also with uh, Marty Jannetty and 123Kid and Doink, um, also you can do the air quotes, kind of always an underdog as well. So Calvin is also an underdog at times too, right? Always. Uh, you know, I get in that ring and people might think that, you know, maybe I'm not the biggest, but by the end of that match, I will have brought everything that I could. And you'll see a different side of me that you never thought you'd see from the guy that's walking down down the, uh, the aisle into the ring. Uh, with me, I would like to see what you see is what you get. But once that bell rings, <laughs> you're going to you're going to remember who Calvin is. It, that's true. That's true because we've seen you in matches with, I'm going to jump a little bit now, we've seen you in matches with Katie Arquette or Jinx at that time, now Ziggy. Um, 
when you're managing, all right, you were outside taking care of business, but you're right. You snap kind of like that Slim Jim and become this harder core, I don't, I, I don't know, I, just roughhousing wrestler then. You know, you, you do do technical moves, but you take some shots as well. Oh, yeah. I will. If, if you didn't know I was there in any capacity, you will know by the end of that match. And just to make something clear, and this is going to be, you know, something that I'm trying to point out moving forward. Myself and Katie were supposed to be equal, okay? And whenever it turned with her deciding she wanted to be this star, this all-star, whatever she was, um, you know, there's a little more behind that. So, you know, I, I don't want to say that her success is, is because of me, but, I mean, you know, we'll see what happens on December 7th whenever she goes against Raylan. It, well, let me say it clearly was because of you. And this is, again... We we as the Can Crushers are so happy that you're with Ray Lynn. She's a Can Crusher alum, great friend of the podcast. Uh, she can just lead you in places that Katie could never take you, Calvin. And you know what's good about Ray Lynn? She treats me as an equal. She wants me to be on the best platform possible. She's just not going to use me to do her dirty work. Because Katie can say all she wants that, oh, you know, Calvin did that on his own to help me get the victory. But let's be real. Yeah. Let's be real. I, and there is, you know, I did defeat Katie one, two, three. All right. So, you know, she might have beat me one on one, but I don't know. I think there needs to be one more match side who's better once and for all. I completely agree with that. Uh, I'll maybe let her finish up with Ray Lynn and then see what happens from there. And you're not... I'm going to stop you there. You, you mean you mean let Ray Lynn finish up with her? Is what I, you're saying? Right? I, I misspoke again. You're yes. You're you're exactly there you right. Go. There yes. you go. Um, <laughs> I'm an idiot, Calvin. I'm sorry. I'm just a guy behind behind the mic. <sighs> So let's talk about some of your, your your trainers and where you did your training at because uh, some of the best in the world have come through the same school that you've gone and you have amazing trainers. Uh, give them some props. Oh, the heir apparent Christopher LaRusso um, taught me everything I know. Uh, he is definitely someone who continues to push me and, and push himself for that matter. Um, he's truly dedicated to um, you know, everything that he does inside and outside of the ring. And, you know, he's such an, an inspiration and, and a good role model, I think, for um, you know, anyone that comes through that school. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say that, that he did, you know, train me and, and teach me along the way. And, and I guess Andrew Palace was there too, but that doesn't matter. Uh, it's more about Chris. He's, you know, he molded me into who I am today. You good, good segue again, as you're reading my notes, uh, your first match was against Mr. Andrew Palace and we can get into that, but how was it preparing okay. for your first match? Well, of course, I had the, had, had the best hand, so, you know, I was, I was um, laying out in the sun, you know, a little bit just to make sure I got the perfect bronze, um, you know, to look pretty good. Um, you know, I think I stepped in my game since then, but, you know, that's, that, that's here nor there. 
Um, yeah, I mean, my first match, um, it was something that I, I felt like I worked for and, and you know, I, I was ready. And, you know, Andrew Palace, of course, you, you know, he's one of the faces of IWC. And, um, you know, going into it, I, I kind of knew what to expect. But whenever I went in there with him, he was on a roll. He was on his way to really becoming, I believe, the IWC champion at that point. Um, so not really sure how I drew that card, uh, going in, uh, up against him. Um, but one thing I will say about Andrew Pallas is I have never been in the ring with someone that has had that much energy. Um, and I know it was my first match, but even thinking back, I have never been pushed so much with that kind of energy in a match since then with him. Um, he brings something different to the ring, and I really think it shows whenever he's out there. Um, but pre- really preparing for it, really just watching as much as I can and, and trying to, to pick different points and places where I could take advantage. One being his hair. I mean, he has so much of it. You pull it, you twist it. That's like his power, right? So that's what I try to go after, and that's, that's what I focus on. Yeah, you have till five to to do whatever you want, and you use every second. I always use every second. I have to use every second. If I'm not using every second, then what, what am I, an idiot? Come on. Right, right. So that was your first match. Haven't been in the ring with them since, but you even said yourself you, you've improved this and that. Do you want Palace one more time? He's on a losing one on streak. One? He's on a losing streak. You know what? Well, I will have to correct you. There was another match between us. It was whenever I was with Katie. We went against Britain and and Palace at one of the high stakes. But, you know, that doesn't count because it wasn't one-on-one. So I do see what you did there. Um, But, yeah, I'll take Palace on. I'm not scared of anybody. That's what what is – that's what – I don't know why people think that I'm afraid of people. People think that I'm scared of Katie Arquette just because – she what she hit me with a with a few suplexes or whatever like okay so like i'm sorry i i went toe to toe i was in the ring with the titan dennis jackson does anyone, anyone remember him like remember how huge he was yeah i didn't back down so i don't know why everyone thinks i'm so afraid of anyone on the iwc roster because i'm going to get in people's faces and guess what i'm not afraid of anyone what is there to be afraid of when you look like me there's nothing there's nothing and that that leads into can you give some of us uh the can crushers and some fans some tips to help look as good as you normally uh you know these cost a little extra but uh you guys half I, I can't even start do you know what sunlight is first of all people you get you need sunlight i don't understand why you like to stay inside go get some sun I mean, you're not, you're not allowed on my yacht, but maybe, you know, find like a nice, a nice pier or something to, or like maybe, you know, I, I know beaches, I, I don't know, like maybe a lake, something. You got to find something to get out there and get some sun. Like, it's not that hard. And don't even get me started. I, I cannot get started on what I see people wearing at these shows. I, it, if I see Bradley Ruthers jean shorts one more time, Swear to God, I can't. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. I cannot deal with it. So you're not a George fan? Not no George at all? 
Is he is he John Cena? No, he's not. He's... Why are we doing this? You said that. I am stepping back. I'm agreeing with you. But you're right. He is not John Cena. You're you're absolutely correct. So where should we go though? Like, uh, I probably don't have the budget that you do. Like, where are some of the places that you get your fantastic clothes? Italy, France, um, right? Yeah, I know. I sometimes I do slum it on Rodeo Drive. I know, like, you know, sometimes it, you know, if I'm if I'm feeling, you know, a little a little cheap, I'll go on Rodeo Drive. But um, a lot of my stuff, honestly, is custom made. Um, I work with some top designers, some exclusive designers to really get me um, what I'm looking for. Uh, lately, I've been on a little bit of a vintage kick, which I know it's not like me, um, but I really like and enjoy some vintage pieces, um, especially vintage furs, which, I mean, I don't know about that ugly fur that Kitty Arquette wears, but, um, you know, there are some really nice things that I'm trying to collect from, um, you know, mid, uh, early century, um, 20s. It was a, was a great time. Um, anything that sparkles, really. So it really just depends on, you know, what I'm feeling. But I am very excited because, I do have some new trunks that I am getting made that um, are colors that you've never seen from me before and some fabrics that were exclusively made for me. So um, really excited. But I will say this, though. I do enjoy hearing from my fans about what their favorite outfits are, what colors they want to see me in, um, what inspiration they want me to draw from. Because one thing about me is I, I always need new in fresh ideas and i'm always willing to listen to them even even if they're stupid i'm still always willing to listen to them so if there's ever any ideas if you guys think of anything tell me I'll, and i'll um, i'll see what i can do that, that's amazing and we can always drop that off on your social medias right oh of course of course always always dm me someone from my team will We'll get me the message. Let's see. Just like that. Um, switching it up with a random question because we've added this to the podcast. Uh, if you had to delete everybody from your contacts list, and I know you have an amazing contacts list, you could only keep three in your phone. Besides Ray Lynn being, you know, your, your equal in IWC, uh, what other three do you keep? And you have some pretty popular names in there. Mm, well, that's hard. Does, now, I will say this. Does family count? Because I'm a family man. No, no. Of course, family has to say oh, Because family, uh, family is everything. And that's we will always push that. So, Okay. Associate, All right. Well. Associates or, you know, partners. We'll put it that way. Okay. Um, number one, Mambo Italiano. Um, he's definitely someone that I'm keeping there. He has that international flavor. Um, now, granted, lately we haven't had the best luck together, um, you know, but it, it's one of those things that, um, you know, he's one of my best friends. And um, especially with, with wrestling, you don't get someone that stands by you like he does stand by me. Um, so, you know, he's definitely number one. Uh, he's been, my, he's been a, another partner in crime with me in IWC. Um, and, you know, some other places, but, uh, he's definitely one of those people that, um, you know, I can always count on for anything. So he's definitely one of them. Um, I guess he makes it on the Island. He, he gets on my yacht. He can get on my yacht. It's, 
he's he has a, he has a he has a he has a lifetime pass. So nice. Um, okay, number two. Oh, um, so you said Ray Lynn's already there. All right. Um, uh, this is actually a little bit more difficult than I thought it would be. Um, okay, number two. I'm gonna have to go with Ziggy. I'm going to have to go with Ziggy. Um, she has been someone that I've had battles with in the ring, and, and more so recently, she's been someone that uh, I've been able to have by my side. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, I think once I kind of saw the light and realized that Katie was turning into something that, um, you know, I didn't want to be a part of anymore, um, she ended up being the one person to really see where, see, see where I was coming from and, and, and kind of be that, that, uh, that go-to for me. I mean, it, it, it's interesting because you don't think that somebody of my, of my stature and, and, you know, the culture that I possess, um, really, you know, lining up with someone that's a little spunky, a little, a little sparky, um, but you know, it, it's, we, we consider ourselves the, the new age gold dust and Luna, if you will. Uh, I mean, you know, we're a little different, but we're both, we're both there. We're both an eccentric taste and, you know, we might not be everyone's flavor, but we're going to be there and we're going to, we're going to be down your throats, whether you like it or not. So, uh, you will know that we're in the room. So I would have to say definitely Ziggy. She's sparkles just as well. We got Ziggy. She sparkles. Just, she sparkles just as well as you. You know, there's times exactly. she she's glittered up as well. So, good call. I was hoping Ziggy would be there. Yeah, she's a little more. Um, I call her. Uh, what would I what would I say? I want to say she's a little more glam, and by glam I mean um, you know maybe a little more uh, rock glam, if you will. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely um, definitely someone that I like to work off of uh, as well. Ooh, and number three. Oh, jeez. Um, somebody that. Hmm. See, I feel like I'm gonna offend people, but I mean, I guess I do that already, right? So yeah. I guess I can't. You're welcome to the bus. Yeah, I guess I can't. Um, okay, number three. Um, number three is going to have to be Chris Larusso. Um, circling back, uh, he's someone that I consider not only a good friend, but a mentor, um, you know, really in this business. And, and I take his opinion um, very, I, I really do take his opinion um, it, it very seriously, honestly. Um, someone that's been there from the start, uh, really, you know, knows my strengths, knows my weaknesses, and, and really challenges me to, to keep being the best version of what I am. So I think I would have to go with, with Chris on that one. That's that's a pretty powerful three. That really is. Russo, Ziggy, and then Mambo, to, to wrap that up in a nutshell. You're going to get places with those three. You really are. You really are. Or you're going to take them places. And I have. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, of course. Again, misspeaking around you. I'm so sorry, Calvin. I'm just, I'm just in awe now that I actually get to speak with you. Yeah, maybe you'll learn someday. It's fine. Maybe, maybe, maybe I will. So how much wrestling do you get to watch... Uh, because I know you're really busy going to the gym, you're going to wrestling facilities, you have so much stuff going on in your life. How much wrestling right now of like the big brands, WWE, AEW, do you get to watch right now? 
Well, I I did just watch Survivor Series um, from last night. I was watching that live, so I was able to do that. Uh, it's hard with a lot of my appearances, but I do try to keep up with AEW and um, NXT, of course. Uh, I will say this. I try to keep up with Raw and SmackDown, but it's really difficult um, with everything that I have going on because, I mean, it, it's a commitment. Um, I'm going to be, be pretty honest. Um, you know, keeping up with those shows is, is a commitment. But I, I, I will say this. I love what they're doing now with um, the invasion and they're really boosting NXT to that to that level to, um, you know, really give something different. And I think that's what it's really all about right now is being different, standing out, not just doing the cookie cutter model and, and really just not being afraid to try new things. Because, I mean, really, when it comes down to it, that's what wrestling's all about, trying new things. I mean, the same thing that's working right now you know, didn't work 10 years ago. But, you know, I, I back to the original question, you know, I try to watch as much as possible. It might not be live when it happens, um, but I do try to check it out. Um, I've, I've also been a fan of um, NWA lately, what they're putting out there. I, I think uh, what they're doing is, is it's cool, it's different, um, but like I said, it's back to the basics. Besides some of the backlash NWA has taken, and we've talked about it on weekly podcasts, uh, we won't get into it with you. Uh, the NWA right now is as a national one, uh, and I know IWC is considered national now because they have their eye pay-per-views and everything, but uh, the NWA right now is my favorite across the board. I love AEW, Wardlow, Britt, and, and all those guys, but uh, just that hour on Tuesday nights is unbelievable it just want it keeps you wanting more right and and what i think too with with that is you know it is only an hour but that's not necessarily a bad thing right to have a wrestling program be only an hour or you know even two hours is is, is okay but sometimes you know having it an hour it keeps you engaged it keeps you watching it keeps you wanting more um and and i think you know, that, I think that's what made me a fan personally um, whenever I was younger. It was, it was being able to be in front of my TV, and I remember always wanting more. Yes. And, and, and that's what was nice about it, because, because there was a lot that was available, um, you know, on, on cable TV, but it was different because, you know, it wasn't always at, the, at your fingertips. And maybe that was just a different time. Uh, you know, I'm not sure, but, you know, I really enjoy being able to do m more with less time, I believe. I think, you know, really, it really challenges um, promotions to build their talent. And I think that's something that a lot of places are really missing now is is using different opportunities to build certain talent up. I mean, not everyone's going to be a home run. Um, you know, that's just how it is. But you know, if, if you take the time to invest, it's just like any anything else in life. If you take the time to invest in somebody, you know, it could work or it couldn't. But at least you're, you're taking that time to not have to wonder what if, if you wouldn't or if you would have for that matter. Yeah, yeah. Is there anybody um, from NWA that you are – and stealing said not, not the right word, but is there anybody from NWA that you're like, oh, man, I like the way – he or she does that. I want to slide that into Calvin's persona here in the near future. So I wouldn't necessarily say that. So my, whenever I'm studying 
wrestling, whenever I'm studying the sport, um, I don't try to do a ton of studying from things that are currently being done. And why I say that is because there are so many other guys and girls out there right now that watch current product and be like, I'm going to do that, or I want to do that, or, you know, I'm going to try that. For me, I like looking at things from whenever I really fell in love, and I like picking smaller things up. Um, so I get a lot of my ideas, and um, I do a lot of my tape study from really late 80s, early 90s, um, to be honest. Uh, you know, growing up, I was always a fan of Monday Night Raw. So I go back to watching Monday Night Raws and old superstars and and just picking stuff up from there. So, you know, I don't necessarily want to say that I don't love what people are doing now um, at all, but I think a lot of it gets repetitive. I guess you could say and a lot of people do it. I like to try to find things that not everyone's doing. Right. Uh, my, my point is you were saying that is there's probably, I don't know, 500 Kevin Owens um, out there right now doing everything Kevin Owens is doing where you can go back and I know Ricky Morton's still out there but if you're taking something from the Rock and Roll Express we really haven't seen it in 30 years right shout out to Ricky Morton by the way I actually met him at a show in um, in the Cleveland area I believe it was last year and he's he's a cool guy he, he likes getting to know the people in the locker room so quick shout out to him it's, it's interesting for you to bring that up yeah, we met him, uh, I met him a long time ago in a facility around here, but I met him again at the Crockett Cup this year, and he, he's a wonderful human being. I don't know yeah. if we have backstage like you do or anything, but he's just, he takes time for everybody. So, yeah, Ricky Martin's a great, great human being. Oh, yeah. So, uh, a couple more questions, and what What's Calvin's goals? Like in say, let's say five years. Where do you want to be in five years? Well, obviously, still looking great. Of course, um, that's something that, of course, I'm going to be. Um, I definitely, for me, my goal. Um, I mean, really, anyone that gets in the in this business really wants to get to a higher platform. Um, with with my goal, I just want to continue being the best sports entertainer, wrestler that I can be. Um, I would really, I, I really want to, I, I honestly want to have a really good TV appearance. I'm not going to lie, whether that would be, you know, in, in um, you know, on, on a Monday Night Raw or a SmackDown, um, or who knows, maybe, maybe on, on a different level. Um, but, you know, TV is definitely something that I at least want to appear on once because, you know, the space needs to be on TV. Um and really, I'd love to do some international work. Um, really would be interested in getting locally into Canada, uh, potentially Mexico. I think Europe would be huge. Um, but it's really just to continue to get new places and continuing to be the best person. So I can't really say I have a long-term plan because I never know where life's going to take me. But I do know that I will be tan and I will still keep looking good. Well, you kind of have a link into the China and Japan region is Raylan's been over there a couple times, and maybe someday she can drag you along or, you know, with her, because I think uh, that would be... Calvin and Raylan, Calvin and Raylan. Take in, on Japan. 
Wow. Um, yeah, I. I <laughs> that sounds I like a docu-series right there. I don't know if they'd let both of us there at the same time. To be honest with you, that might be a little, um, a little much. I don't. I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're ready to handle us. I don't even know. If, I don't even know if IWC can handle us half the time we're out there together. So, but really, I mean, if you think about, it, we've only been out there together once as a duo. Um, so. But you, you never know. You're red hot already. You're red oh, hot uh, together. Uh, and we, we focus a lot on IWC, Calvin, but you, you're at Rise, you're at other places. Uh, let's talk about some other places that I don't even know uh, of what's going on with Calvin. you have any upcoming, besides December 7th in Elizabeth, Pennsylvania, uh, the second annual Pittsburgh Wrestling Pro Classic for IWC. Do you have anything else coming up that you want to say, hey, I'm going to also be in Erie or I'm going to be in Cleveland or someplace like that? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, so I will be at Premier Cleveland. Um, I believe that is on December 8th. Um, that will uh, be at Turner's Hall, a classic wrestling venue in Cleveland. I do appear from for, for them a lot. Um I actually pinned Andrew Palace up there, but, you know, we don't need to talk about that right now. Actually, no, let's talk about it. Just kidding. Um, I think it's about me. Um, so, yeah, so I'll be up there on the 8th. Um, for the rest of the year, I'm actually going to make an appearance in Indiana for World's Finest Wrestling. Um, you know, they didn't offer me a contract last time I was there, but it's okay because I have a little bit of a loophole and something that they're not going to see coming. So, um, and then going into the new year, um, you know, uh, possibilities are endless. Um, you know, we do have some rise dates coming up. Um, you know, I may, may even be at the rise show on the 14th. That's their anniversary show. So if you've never checked them out, definitely go check it out. There's a, a fun little group that they have down there. Um, and then there's going to be some surprises in store. I can't say anything just yet about some of the stuff that's coming into the new year, but um, there's going to be some places that you've never seen Calvin that I think some people are going to be really excited about. That's that's great news. Congratulations on that. And I know there's always a, a wall that you do have to put up that you can't let everybody know what's really going on. Um, what advice do you have? You know, you've been in the business three, going on four years now. Um, what, uh, what advice do you have to the next little kid saying, oh, Calvin, I love you. How, how can I get into the business? And what, what's the one thing that you can tell me? Make sure you're ready. Make sure you're ready. There's plenty of people that I think come into this and they're not really sure what to expect. I mean, granted, you know, I wish I would have gotten into it sooner, but at the same time, personally, I don't think I was ready for it. Um, you know, really, you know, you got to focus on, it's a commitment. It's truly a commitment. And, you know, you have to pick and choose a lot uh, with what you want to do. And, and it, it's a mental game too. A lot of it is a mental game. You have to be, you know, in the right mindset to be able to do something like this. I mean, if, if it's truly a dream, and you want to follow it and you want to make your, you know, eight, eight to 12 year old or however you are, whenever you fell in love with wrestling, if you want to make them proud, you have to do it because you cannot wonder what if I feel like I wondered what if way too long. And 
who knows where Calvin would be if I started this five years prior? Or who knows if, if there would even be a Calvin if I started five years prior? You don't know. No one knows, you know, where they're going to be or what's going to happen. But if you don't take that leap or if you don't believe in yourself, no one else will. And that really comes down to it. If you don't believe with what you're putting out there, then no one else will believe it. And everyone will see right through it. Yeah, that's great. That's great advice uh, inside and outside the ring as well. And not even if you want to be a wrestler, if you just want to be a fireman or garbage man or anything. If that's your if that's your passion, you know, jump with both feet in, right? You have to. I mean, really, when it came down to it, um, you know, I, I I go back to the the one thing, and I I can this is this is a, a first. The one thing that made me get involved with this. And it's going to sound a little lame, but whatever. I'm going to, I'm going to say it. Um, somebody had sent me a video. And um, it was a video of Steve Harvey. And it was after uh, an episode that he filmed a Family Feud. And he really said that, you know, God puts everyone on this earth for a reason. He gives everyone special talents to, you know, do certain things. Everyone has something. And then everyone has something that they love, that they've always loved to do, that they've always wanted to do. And you can't, you either stay on that cliff and watch everyone else do everything and follow their dreams, or you take a leap off, off that cliff. And you know what? You might fall. You might hit the ground hard, but at least you can say you took that leap. And that's what, like, what I needed to do. I took that leap and, and no one can take that away from me. And then it's about getting back up too. If you do fall, just don't lay there, right? Right. You don't, you know, you get back up and you keep at it or you get back up and you realize maybe this isn't for me, but you still did it. Right. And that's something that goes farther than not doing it. You... Trying something, trying something new, doing something, taking a risk and taking a chance on yourself. It kind of goes back to my point. If no one's going to believe in you, if you don't believe in you, you got to take a chance on yourself before anyone else is going to take a chance on you. So true. So true across the board. Uh, you did say that at the beginning of the this question that you you feel like maybe you weren't ready yet what what do you what do you mean by that you, you think uh, calvin came too soon i mean like what do you mean by you weren't sure if you were ready um i i would say that i i think i don't think calvin came too soon um you know i what i meant by that is I don't think that I was personally ready to be, I don't know if I was ready to be who I am today. Um, you know, I don't know if I was ready to take that leap. I don't know if I was ready to jump off that cliff just yet. I think I was still watching and deciding if I should jump off that cliff. But you did, and look where you are. You know, no joking exactly. aside from everything. Uh, look where you are now, as you're, you know, you're Calvin Couture. You're in the midst of all these organizations, living your dream, right? Right, and that's what it's all about. I mean, granted, don't get me wrong; it's not easy. Um, you know, it's hard. It it can be frustrating. It can be, um really it, it can be stressful and you know emotions can get in the way egos can get in the way but you know you, you have to check yourself and you know i feel like for me even though people might not think that i do i check myself a lot because you know i have to keep that level head 
Because if I don't, I'm going to fall apart. And I think that's whenever people, you know, kind of get in their own heads a little bit. And it really, it can, it ruins something great, I think, for everybody. Because I think everyone has something unique and special about them. And whenever you kind of get pumped up about one thing or another and, you know, you kind of get led in the wrong direction or maybe you go down the wrong path, it just gets to the point where, you know, there could have been so many good things that come out of something. And just sometimes, you know, maybe, maybe it's not there or maybe people get ahead of themselves, but, you know, you can't get frustrated. It's going to happen, but you, you have to keep a level head. Uh, last serious question, and we'll get into the one that always uh, stumps everybody. Um, has, there's been times then, you know, you're, you're training for, what, 18, 18 months before you actually get your first match. Mm-hmm. How many times leaving a facility you're like, damn, this, this is the last time I'm leaving this facility, until you get home and, you know, soak in the tub or take a take a shower, and then your head snaps back on. How many real times did you say, not after tonight? Um, honestly, for me, um, I kind of went into it not knowing what was going to happen. Um, so... You know, going in, going into it, I was always a little on pins and needles because you never really knew what was going to happen next. Um, but there was one night that really uh, challenged me, and I remember it. I um, we were we were learning to run the ropes, and I could not get my stride down. Um, I really just could not get my footing. I couldn't get the placement. I couldn't. I don't know what it was, but I just remember I kept running and I kept going and there were times where I just, I just went through the pain because I had to, um, you know, I had something to prove to myself that I really wanted to be there and I really wanted to get this and I really wanted to do it. And I remember leaving, I was in so much pain, um, wasn't really sure how I was going to get out of bed the next morning, but you know, I remembered why I started it and why I wanted to do this. And you really can't give up if it's something that you truly want. Well, well said, well said. All right. So here's a question that stumps everybody. And let's see if you answer it uh, correctly. Um, a dream match, okay? Who would it be against? What stipulation and what venue? Uh, and this is anybody, right? Anybody. This is a really good question. Um, okay, dream match. Um, probably have to be against my one of my all-time favorites. Uh, it would definitely be against Shawn Michaels, the Heartbreak Kid himself, and the stipulation. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the archives for this one. We would we're gonna go we're gonna go sensational Sherry rolls. We're not allowed to hit each other in the face. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I think I need to bring that back. What do you think? You you do? You, how about if you uh, take out Hooven with that high-stakes title? That's where you can play in your own championships every month, Calvin. Oh, that's an idea, isn't it? There you go. But you still didn't answer uh, where. 
Where? Oh, Madison Square Garden. Duh. Okay, yeah. See, that's that's a gimme for everybody. Uh, nobody nobody says Japan. Nobody says uh, Chicago or L.A. or Levi Stadium or anything. It's always MSG. Always. And it's a correct yeah, answer. I mean, it's I, a correct answer. Yeah, really. I mean, if you think about it, um, I guess I could say, you know, I it would be it would be cool to do it locally too. Um, you know, it would be cool to to do it in, in, in Pittsburgh. But I mean, at the same time, like whenever you're thinking about it, I mean, the mecca is Madison Square Garden, right? So, I mean, I think that would be where it would be. I I, I wouldn't even think that that would be. You know, I would have to think about it if I couldn't do Madison Square Garden. That might have to be a follow up question I have to think about. Okay, well, maybe next time. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. If you're lucky. If I'm lucky. All right, Calvin, tell everybody where they can follow you on all your social medias and uh, all that so they can see your pretty face. Yes. So um, follow, give my uh, fan page a like on Facebook. Just search Calvin Couture. You'll see me. Um, On Instagram, I am Calvin Couture, all one word. Easy to find. And then my Twitter is a little complicated. Somebody decided to register under my name so it's actually calvin underscore couture um and then for all you that don't know how to spell my name it is c-o-u-t-u-r-e so remember that um and then i do have a youtube channel um so that that's on there as well um but i might be starting a new series on my youtube channel soon uh, maybe a little section of my closet every week. I don't know. It could, could last a while, but I'm thinking that I might need to show you guys some of my tips and tricks in my closet. Oh, we'd love to come over and check out your closet. We'd love it. Maybe maybe a little, little bit of shopping with Calvin. I mean, you never know. We could we could get some... We could do a design episode. There's there's plenty that I could do. There, there, um, maybe, maybe I'll even... Maybe I'll even take some... Maybe shopping with Calvin and Ray Lynn. Can you imagine that? Oh, my God. It's going to break the internet. I think it will. I think we might need to do that. I don't know. I, who knows? I can start. Maybe Maybe if some of the other guys in the locker room want to utilize my services, maybe I could, you know, take them shopping. We'll, we'll you know, venture out of the clearance section where most of them shop. Um, and then, you know, maybe I could help some people out. We'll see. I mean, my services are available, so don't forget. Are you pinpointing anyone in the locker room? You can't pinpoint. You've seen the locker room. There's not just one person that needs help in the locker room, okay? I'm, I'm not saying anything because I need the locker room for my show. So that's enough. I've already Even got... though I, I will say Jackson Argos has stepped up his fashion game. Was that because of me? I cannot confirm nor deny. However, he has stepped up his fashion game. Yeah, gold jacket was pretty sweet. I agree. He's, he's he's walking on some territory there, you know. I, I since he's the champion, I'll let him have the gold for now. But we know that gold and Calvin are in the same like that. That's like the same word. It so, is. Come on. It is. All right, Calvin. I know you need to go pretty up before you go to the gym and then go to training. So I will let you go. Thank you for stopping by Can Crushers for this spotlight this week, and we will see you December seventh. And Elizabeth. Continue to get well soon. So I think that went well. I think I might be in half good graces with Calvin. I'm not sure. I guess I'll actually find out December 7th in Elizabeth if he does kick me in the face. There's times in the interview I thought he was still going to kick me in the face. I'm not sure. But how about that bloodline uh, with Calvin going back to ringside Rosie? 
Wow, that's actually huge news to find that out, and he dropped it here first. That's pretty awesome. And then uh, that's an added question that I just, I think I'm going to start asking everybody, three people um, that you would keep in your contacts. Uh, Ray Lenny's associated with. So the other one's Mambo. Mambo. Maybe we need to reach out to Mambo now and uh, see if he actually would keep Kelvin in his. So, yeah, let me stir the pot a little bit more and find out. But once again, what a great interview, finding out so much about Calvin, and hopefully he gets to take us shopping. I'd love to go shopping with Calvin and uh, get dotted up a little bit, get out of these garbage clothes that I wear pretty much 24 hours a day. Guys, I love doing these spotlights. I really do. If you'd like to hear anybody on the spotlight, or if you're another professional wrestler that wants to start beef with me because I said something stupid again, uh, let me apologize to you as well. You know, reach out to us at cancrusher69 at gmail.com and say, hey, I'd like to know a little bit more about wrestler or whatever, and then uh, I'll reach out to them and see if they'd like to come on the show and spotlight them. I love talking to them. I love learning about why they got into the business, their passion, what their goals are. Uh, or, you know, if they had retired, there's great stories involved as well with everybody there. So send us all your questions and everything, and we'll reach out to them. Thanks to Justin and Jenny Plummer for opening the doors to us so we can talk to uh, performers from IWC. So, guys, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and the next podcast that you'll be hearing, you'll hear Chad and I together live from, well, not live, still taped. That doesn't sound as good, though. Taped from WrestleCade in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Have a great, great Thanksgiving. But always remember, just because you're trash doesn't mean you can't do great things. It's called a garbage can, not a garbage cannot. <laughs>